Chapter 2 I'm writing this to remember, so I can distinguish what is real and what isn't, so I can understand. This is a dying world, Anya. It didn't used to be. But it's not a dead world, no. There's still value in it. There's much to salvage. And these words that I'm writing are my attempt to make sense of all this. I'm trying to remember it all. I'm trying to remember what I had and how I ended up here. I'm trying to remember the good times before so I can cope with the bad. And when it's time, when it all caves in, this little notebook will be the only vestige left of my sanity. And if I die before then, there'll be a chance I'll be at a slight one of someone out there reading this. And if he's keen and able enough, he'll trace the pieces and see where it all went wrong. And maybe then he can at least try to understand what happened. And maybe in the end learn from it. Maybe. That's my hope anyway. My memory is scant, but what I think about most is the last day I spent with you in the orchards. The last day home before all this hell. That day, Anya. That sweet day that went on forever. That morning when we rode out to the carriage and climbed every tree. You and me, my cousins, and all the neighbors gathered together to pick the ripe peaches in our dirty, ragged clothes. Those sweet peaches. They weren't pithy yet. They were full and hard and wonderful, and they dropped to the ground in multitudes. I remember how they felt in my hand, how they smelled so wonderfully when I placed them in the basket. Those last of the peaches. Then I remember the words you said to me. Sergey, don't get old. Please, don't get old. And how we marveled at those giant trees that reached out to the heavens, and how green everything was, and how the sun felt in the warm air, and all the peaches we picked that day, all the hearty bites we took, and I could still see the juice running down your chin. I wanted to chisel a statue of you right then and there, and send it to Florence to replace the David. It felt right to do. Then I remembered how we climbed down on those old shaky ladders, how we glided hand in hand with that broken bushel that was filled to the grim, and how the bees conspired and swarm and stung me. It hurt like hell, but my mind was at ease. A sting like that makes you feel alive. And the biggest laugh of all was when old Brobrovsky's pants fell down, and how red his face turned afterwards. I never knew who stole his belt, but I'd pay him a million rubles just to talk to him, just so I could smile again. And how the day turned to night, when the breezes came in and cooled us down. I remember we built fires as the whole town gathered and sang. I remember the flames, big, bright, and beautiful, and the smiling gay faces and the light, and the musics that they begged us to play all night. I must have played my violin for hours. I have the blisters to prove it. Some of the songs I still don't know how I remembered. Degraded songs, dreadful songs. And the dancing went on and on. And that's all that mattered. God existed then, at least for that night. Because in the morning, I knew it would all die. When I put on this hideous brown uniform that I'm wearing now and left that cabin, and when I said goodbye to you, my mother and my sisters, and kissed you all, and when you gave me that preserve in that small glass jar, 
I wanted to cry right there. But you didn't allow me. No, Anya. You and my mother are the strongest women I know. And I love you both. There are no others who compare. Then I remembered I waved back at you from the carriage. And how you disappeared as we rode past. And I was at a loss for words. They offered me an audition in Kiev in October. I had months to prepare. I memorized it all. I knew every measure by heart, every beat and rest. I was sure I'd get accepted. But it was just my luck that the war started the next day. And after that, nothing in the world mattered. And off I went to fight and protect my motherland. I still can't believe the timing. It doesn't make sense at all. Now I'm here, riding in a carriage with strange young men like myself, huddled together, crowded here with heavy hearts, sent out to far lands like millions of others to fight for Mother Russia and the Tsar, to fight and die like only Russians can. We should be so lucky. All I see now are trails unknown and forests I likely will never see again. I can't believe I'm here, Anya. I can't believe anything anymore. I'm not painting a bleak picture just so I can prove a point. I write what I see, and what I see is an endless, agitating horror, which is only at its beginning. And it pains me that I can't do anything about it. But what pains me the most is that I miss you already, Anya. I miss everything. <laughs>